lot of you guys may not be aware of, but I work nights, night shift. And so this time I'm like the most awake. <laughs> and that's why I'm over here and we're drinking coffee, but because this is a time where I'm normally awake. And um, of course it took some adjustments. It took me a long time to actually adjust to that. But there's something that my dad sent me um, you know, the other day because this kind of works for our schedule. Um, Nino working days, I work nights, we, you know, and it works for us right now. And um, the, other, the other night I was at work and my dad ended up texting me and he said something to me, just reminded me saying, hey, while you're up at night, remember, um, you know, I'm gonna paraphrase, but remember God has called you to be the watchman, to, for us, appointed us as watch mama and a watch father, right? Appointed us to continue to keep praying over our homes, not just when it seems hectic in the house, not just when maybe illnesses or sickness has has tried to approach and knocking at the door, but in all times, right? Like my uh, my coffee cup says, pray without ceasing in every season that you would continue to pray, and you know, and that kind of just that's kind of where our topic for tonight is is. Just remembering that although we are, are, I'm a mother, although my husband is my husband and, my, and a father to our children, though we have, God has appointed us as watchmen in the household. And it's important for us to stay, like the scripture says, be alert, be sober-minded, stay on guard, right? Because the enemy seeks whom he may devour, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. And, and especially though us as, as believers and, and followers of Jesus Christ, of course there's a target on our back because the enemy, like the word says in John 10, 10, says that the enemy only comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but that God has came to give us life and life more abundantly. And so therefore, it is important that despite my position in my job, despite, you know, different, we, wear, we have all these different hats, God has appointed me as, as a watch mama to watch over the household. That when I see something, right, the importance, and man, you could branch out, but... The importance of me as, as, as a wife and as a mother, that I stay connected to God so that when I sense the enemy trying to come and attack, or when I sense, you know, um, maybe something, the enemy trying to mess with my children or come up in my marriage, when I sense and, and discern those things, that I sound the alarm, right? And the same as my husband, as the, as the man of our home that he as well stays alert, stays on guard, watching, that he will sound the alarm, right? And so that's kind of where our topic, right? Is that our topic? I guess so. <laughs> that ain't nothing to what we talked about Really? <laughs> My wife always be doing that. Nino. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> We did talk about that. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'll be right back. But go ahead. <laughs> so, everything my wife just said uh, has nothing to do with what me and her were talking about earlier. But we're going to stay on that topic. Uh, we were talking... I. 
the thing that we were talking about most was just being parents. Uh, being parents and uh, the importance of of being there for your children. Like, not neglecting your children. That's what we were talking about. You know, I see, uh, for me, for me, I grew up without my dad. You know, and as much as I wanted my father in my life, I remember, I remember being so young, uh, laying in the bed or on the couch, wherever it was that I was laying for that night. I remember always praying to God, crying to God, saying, man, God, I wish my father was here. I remember praying those prayers. And so now that I'm older, uh, I remember, um, I grew up with a lot of anger, all this and stuff. Uh, I, I grew up with a big one, and this is a huge one. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of us probably deal with this, especially if you grew up like the way I did without my father or you grew up out without your parents or whatever. Uh, for me, a big one was I grew up with a thing called rejection. Um, it's a very big problem that is not touched on a, a lot, um, but it, it's real. And anyways, uh, finally, now me fast forward 28 years now, and I was on the phone with my father and I remember talking to him and, you know, telling him everything. I finally let everything out and this and that. And it was a conversation that I feel like we needed to have uh, because after that conversation, man, uh, I truly felt free. I felt free from that moment forward. Right. Um, But. There was something that my father had said to me, and at that time, it, it you know it, it hurt me, but it was something that I felt like he needed to say because I needed to hear it and I needed to understand like, okay, Jesus is everything that I will need that I'm missing in life, and that right. he's a source, right? Yes. But my father had he had said this, that father that you need me to be, I can't be no more. Uh, I missed my opportunity or whatever, you know, uh, I feel like, um, it was sad to hear that, but, um, through it all, through everything that that was said and through everything, God ended up showing me, uh, that man, he truly is a source that everything that I've been missing and everything that I still needed up to this point, still that man, that God is that. Right. And so... Uh, now what I'm, the reason why I say that is this, because now we find, uh, now that I'm in ministry and man, I'm out ministering, I, I, I get to travel, which is a blessing. Uh, Leslie, she's a minister and we both are, uh, ministering the gospel, right? It's a blessing to be able to do these things. It's a blessing. It's an honor. It's a, it's a privilege to be able to go out and be able to spread the gospel wherever it is, wherever it is that God tells us to go, right? Right. But I guess because I grew up without my dad and longing for that relationship and and, and uh, needing that person in my life growing up, I needed a father, right? When I see those things now, it, it, it's like, man, that's where my heart's at. It's for kids that, that have to grow up like that. And to see that that's even in the church, that children are having to be 
uh, children are having to grow up in a in a Christian home, and they somehow have to accept that daddy just ain't gonna be around because of he has to go and save the world. In other words, as a child, you don't understand that stuff. As a child, guess what? They're gonna grow up feeling abandoned. They're gonna grow up feeling rejected. They're going to grow up feeling all the same things that I felt. My dad was really gone. You, on the other hand, are still in the marriage. You, on the other hand, are still a part of the family, but yet are not sowing or investing your time into your children still. That's a problem. That's a problem, man. That's a that's a big problem. You, you just as as bad as the man that got up and just left his family. And you know, and this, I don't even know how me and my wife got on this topic. It was just something that we just started talking about. I guess maybe we were talking about, you know, uh, just uh, reminiscing, and, you know what I'm saying, about things that had happened in my past and, and things like that. But it's... Uh, it came up because I, one of my testimonies is about, <clears throat> you know, I, my, my father, he's a pastor. Now him and my mom are pastors there in O'Donnell, Texas. Uh, but growing up, my dad, he would go and um, evangelize, you know, go to different cities, go to different uh, towns to minister the gospel through music and preaching the word. And I went with my dad everywhere, everywhere he would, was invited to, I was there. And, you know, I remember one, t- one day, specifically one day, we were on our way out of town. And my brother, my baby brother, there's only two of us, he had a game that day. And I guess he had called my dad and and was saying, man, dad, I really want you to be here at my game. And, you know, at that moment, my dad, you know, I just remember us turning around and we were heading to my brother's game and we made it to his game. And, you know, my brother, I remember him just so excited just to see us there. And and I that's how we got on the top uh, on this topic, and I don't know how I started that off, but it kind of plays a part. So I was well, I was on track. Well, she said to me was how her brother had told her dad, you know, you're never there, you're never there. You always put in the church. You're always there for the church. You're always there for people, you know. And how many kids feel really feel like that? Like I said, kids don't know any better. They don't know that. You know, the calling of God on your life. They don't know the importance of ministry. They don't know the importance of it. They don't know how real it is, right? Me, I didn't even understand the realness of ministry until now that I'm older. And I'm like, man, yo, this is what it's about. I've been doing this thing since I was 13, but never really understood it until I was 20, what, 5, 26. And now it's a whole different thing for me. Right. Now now it's something different. Let me read the scripture. Because this plays a part, and this is kind of like our topic and our discussion today. There's no right or wrong answer, you know, and, and maybe you're questioning, asking the same as far, maybe you're in ministry as well. And this is, these are good areas to speak about, but also bring them up to the Lord and yes. say, God, you show me, Father, because I don't want to neglect my, my family, my children, and, you know, what you have entrusted me with. But let me read this scripture. 
and it's found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. And this is actually our mission statement. And I love the scripture. But 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, and it says in verse 4, it says, Instead, just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, right? So we speak not to please people, but rather God who examines our hearts. And basically the scripture is saying, God has entrusted you with the gospel to preach the word of God. One of our scriptures, the main scripture for where Tell the World came from was Mark 16, 15, where he's, he's telling this, the disciples, go out and tell the world, all creation, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we know our mission. The mission is that God has entrusted us with the gospel to preach the word of God, right? But God also instructs, instructs, instructs us in Proverbs to train up your child in the ways of the Lord. Yes. Meaning, don't neglect here at home. Ephesians talks about also living the light. And everything that you do, live the, basically live the life. And, you know, and, and many times, and it, it is sad because we see that neglected in the home. We see these principles where walking in love is neglected in the home, where, where walking in forgiveness is, is not practiced in the home. Patient, kindness, gentleness, those things are being neglected in the home, but, but being practiced elsewhere, which is nothing wrong, but we have to understand like what, you know, we see it all the time, our first ministry. God, yes, has entrusted me with the gospel to preach the word of God, but he has also entrusted me with my first ministry, with, with my children, that I teach them the very word that God has entrusted me with, that I raise my children in the ways of the Lord, that I teach them, not just by by my words but through my actions right and and so that you know just kind of like what where Nino was stirring into is you know we we see that neglect I used to um last year two years ago um I had a position in the CPS office and you know I believe that God it was a season that God needed me there for a reason because I I what how does that song go I I um I'm a, a small town girl whatever but I, I grew up in a small town and so things that happen in our world to me those things only happen on lifetime I didn't understand and I, I guess because my dad truly secured me that I never really thought those things really happen until I started working in the CPS office where I really began to see the neglected homes and you know in the world yes but also in the ministry and it's heartbreaking it breaks my heart because i would see young men young boys coming in you know uh, addicted to to alcoholism addicted to these drugs addicted to pornography when you looked at the root it all came down to daddy wasn't there mama wasn't there i was abandoned i was rejected and so there's a root to all those things and we have these young kids searching for for this emptiness that they have they have this emptiness and they're thinking well let me hang out with this because they accept me here or let me let me begin to do this because at least I'm, i can numb my pain I, I don't have to feel that loneliness i don't have to feel that shame or or rejection you know not knowing why my dad never you know came around or, or my my mom you know and i seen those things and it was just it was heartbreaking because i didn't i really know that those things happen in our in our homes in our in our uh, cities in our towns and 
And so we have to understand that, yes, God has instructed us and has entrusted us, and it is an honor to preach the Word of God, but also to train up our children. Yeah, and look, I got a verse for that. Like, you got to understand that as parents, and uh, whether you're, you're the biological parent or you're a foster, or even if you're uh, like, like what the sister just put, an aunt, uncle, you're some type of role yes. model for, yes. for somebody because maybe that person's not there in their lives or whatever it is. Look, but this right here, we got to understand that it is our responsibility as their leader, as their parent, as their guardian to uh, uh, train them up. It's like our responsibility. Okay, so Ephesians 6, 1 through 4. Okay, I'm just going to read these verses right quick. Ephesians 6, 1 through 4, you, re- you write them there. excuse me, you write them down, you can go back and read them yourself. But look, it says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. So, children, obey your parents, right? Like, that's, we, we read that, but we only look at it from the point of view, from the children to the parent. But they have to have something to be modeling. They have to have something modeling to them they have to have something that they're able to look to right so they have to have that example first and foremost so it's not just okay this is a responsibility of the child no there has to be somebody had to have stepped up and is playing their part playing their role as the leader okay look this is how you do this hey look this is what we're gonna do hey this is how we're gonna act this is the kind of character we're going to walk with. This is the kind of uh, we're going to walk with integrity. This and this is we're going to pray in this house. We're going to we're going to go to church in this house. Like, OK, so there's being an, ex- an example. And so children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Number two, honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. Uh, that is. Uh, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Number four, look, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. In other words, mm-hmm. it's the father's job and responsibility to create disciples within your home. Disciples within your home uh, to show them what it means to to really serve Christ, to really be that example, like we said, and and to really, man, train up, man, uh, disciples within your home, not just kids that do what you say to do and this and that. No, but man, you would really train them up. It's your responsibility. It's not the school's responsibility. It's not. Uh, it's not even just the wife's responsibility like where is the the men in the home where is the men in the home like why is it so easy for us to just say you know what i'm gonna leave it on to my wife god is calling me god is telling me that i need to go do this and this which it which is true god is probably is calling you god is probably telling you to go and do this but man don't forget your don't neglect your responsibilities as first of all a husband hey a husband 
quit neglecting your responsibilities as a husband. And then second, neglecting your responsibilities as a father. Like she can't be a father and a wife and and a and a mother to the children. Like you're supposed to be the one pouring into her and pouring into your children. Like man, it's so important that we don't like we need to quit running from responsibility. Like it's easy to run from responsibility. I I used to do it all the time. <laughs> I used to do it all the time. Uh, it's easier that way. When somebody else is able to pick up the slack, it's easy for you to run from responsibility, right? I know this I know this word today is a little harsh, it's a little tough, but man, uh coming from a, a dude that grew up without his father and but to see it even more in the church is sad. Right. It's sad to see kids like that. Right. And and what I was telling my wife is like Somewhere along the line, we, we, it's like we pressure the kids into thinking that, hey, you know what? You got to be okay with this because God has me doing this. And so we put all the blame on God and we make our kids, we put our, we back our kids up into a corner where they feel like, dang, boy, you know what? I can't even be mad about this. Dang, you know what? I can't even, I can't even be mad at my dad for not being there for me because God told him to be. You know what? Matter of fact, I don't, I hate my dad and I hate God. Matter of fact, you know what? I hate, I hate even church. I hate ministry. I hate that stuff, man. You know what? Forget that stuff. All that stuff, that stuff took my dad away from me. Man, that stuff took my mom away from me. You know what? My dad showed more love and affection to people that he didn't even know. And whenever he came around me, all I got was his correction. All I got was his anger, his frustration. All he ever did with mom whenever he was home was fight, get into arguments with her because they were never together and, and this and that. Like there's so much that we don't talk about, that, that's not being talked about, that needs to be talked about. There's people that are going around doing these kinds of things that are not being corrected in these certain areas that need to be corrected in these certain areas. So that we, man, family, so that we, guess what? So that way that the next generation that's coming up is being raised the right way. That, that way, the next generation that's coming up, the next leaders that are coming up, man, are being uh, taught the right things, being shown, hey, right. this is love. This is family. Hey, we be there for one another. We, 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 we help. Uh, show them like, man, uh, if I can't like, that's where they learn true love. Like, that's where they really learn how to love. And man, it's just, it's so sad to see that, that it's, it's going on in the church. Most of all, like, and, and we're supposed to, and, and that's the biggest phrase I hear everybody say, Hey, your home is the, is, is first ministry, right? Your home is the first ministry. But yet we treat it as if it's not at all. Right. We, I, it, it, it's so sad how we don't invest into our children the way that we should. Yes, yes. We invest more into uh, the view of others instead yes. of the view of my children. Right. How do my children see me? Right. And when's the last, hey, be honest with yourself right now. When is the last time that you were that when when you were concerned about I wonder how my children see me? Right. I wonder what they think about me. Right. I wonder what they think about me. I wonder if they 
were in a room with somebody else and somebody, if they were in a room with God and God said, okay, I want you to tell me all about them. Did they really live the life that they said? Did they really, are they really who they say they are? Right. What, what would my children say? How, how, are the, how are your parents with you? Like, honestly, and you can't lie to God, right? So you just be honest with them. That's all you can be is just honest with God. And so, like, when's the last time you really begin to ask yourself that? I'm going to tell you, man, I begin to ask myself that question. Because, like I said, I grew up without my father. So those kinds of things mean something to me. What my kids see me as means something to me. What, what me being able to invest, knowing that I'm there for them, knowing that, that they're able to say, you know what? Without a shadow of a doubt, I know my dad loves me. Without anything, I know he does ministry. I know he goes and he does all this and that. But you know what? I know he loves me. Why? Because, man, he's there. He spends time. He, 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 he's at my feet of my bed praying for me. He's at whenever I'm scared, he even comes in there and he, he, he begins to quote the scripture and he teaches me what that means. He doesn't just say it. I don't just see him talking about crazy stuff. No, but, man, I actually see it in his life. I get to see that before they get to see that. Man, that's what I'm thankful for. Like, that stuff means something to me, right? right. I don't know. And so this is basically the topic that, that, that we were talking about before we went live. And I was just like, you know what? We got to talk about it. I know it's a tough issue. I know it's a tough subject. I know a lot of people don't want to touch on it because guess what? The reason why a lot of people don't want to touch on certain areas is because sometimes those areas are certain uh, subjects that we are struggling with our, ourselves. And it might be something that you could not be aware of as yeah. well. You know, and, and that's why that's what's exactly. so awesome about the word is the word exposes those things to us. And it's never to bring guilt upon you. No, it's never to shame you because maybe you're sitting here and you're hearing this and it's just like, man, you know, it, it may be like, man, that's man, exactly I'm guilty what's of that. going Dang on. It. But the word is never when it exposes, it's never to bring sh shame or guilt upon you. But what is it in Second Timothy three sixteen? It says all scripture is inspired by God to instruct, to correct, to guide right to equip you to prepare you for the good work for the completed good mm -hmm. work right and so the word of god it may show us areas and correct us in these things but when you begin to examine that's why i love that scripture because it really changed my view when i would read something and i would be real quick to close my bible like uh-uh that ain't for me today you know but when I read that scripture, it really changed my viewing on the word of God. It showed me, God, you care so much for me that you have your word here written for me so that it would begin to teach me and show me things that I may not be aware of, that I might be walking blindfolded in this area. And because I wasn't taught this, you know, I always say all the time, you know, I, yes, my parents are, are, were ministers as I was growing up, but I never took a, a, a wife 101 or mom 101, how to be a mother how to be a wife I never took those things those classes and and so when we got married and especially when we had our children and I questioned I said God I, I need you to show me how to be a wife I don't know how to be a wife I, I need you to show me how to raise up my sons to um, like your word says that uh, teach instruct your children in the ways of the Lord right and and so and it's something still today my son is gonna be 12 years old in October and still today I'm asking God 
Teach me how to be a mother to an 11-year-old father. Teach me how to raise my son and not, like how it said, not to provoke him. And not to, that he sees two different people, right? Two different moms, one here and one there. But teach me God. And, you know, and, and so I just really wanted to say that because this is, you know, it, it's, there's a saying. And, and I understand in a way of what it says, but... Um, just know that this is never the word of God is never to condemn you. It's never yeah. to bring shame or or to beat you with the word, but it's to expose those things so that God can correct you. Yeah. So that and so that God can bring healing. So that God could restore. So that God can remove the veil, right? Because there's freedom in Christ. Remove the veil so that we are no longer walking blindfolded in this area. And and so I, you know, and it, I just that scripture, Second Timothy three sixteen, changed my. My view on the word and you know uh you think me and leslie haven't heard that from our our uh children right yeah you think that we haven't heard man why do why why do we get the the angry side of you but yet those people over there don't get that side of you we've heard that from our children before but you know what we did we chose to do to to begin to we, we humbled ourselves and we said, okay, could this be possible? What have I been doing? How have I been being? Right, right. And you know what? Search me, O oh Lord, yes. the depths of my heart, Father. Yes, amen. Until amen. those things that are not of you, Father, are, are destroyed yes, and no longer, yes. God, like David. And you know what? It, that's what exactly he began to do in those things, in those areas. And uh, I believe... Just like what my wife said, we're not here to to condemn anybody, but we are here to call out that sin and expose that that those things that are not right, that uh, that dysfunction stuff, because we know that man, there's power when you uh, uh, walk in order. There's there's men, and not only that, but but I'm telling you, the next generation yes, right. is important. Yes, yes, like. It, we got to, um, we can't forsake, or we can't uh, neglect our children, man. Right. Yes. I love my babies, and I want them to do and and become uh, everything that God has called them to be and do for the Lord. Yes. But I know that the way that I am with them is gonna make a difference. Right. The way that I choose to be with them will make a difference at the end of the day i know god's plan and what god says and, and, and everything that that god has for them will be but like i'm not i i know that it's my responsibility in that process to do my part like right. okay here's god's plan in that plan i got something to do with it god god has me as their parent Okay, I got something to do with this plan. God's going to use me yes. as a tool in their life to be able to get them to where they're going to be for the for the mission and the calling of God on their life, right? Because I'm their per I'm their their father. Yes. Like my wife too. She's their mother. And you know and uh we we just we we got to uh these kinds of things need to be talked about. Um, like we said, not to bash or beat up anybody or to make you feel like 
crap. Uh, you know, I, I heard this one pastor say conviction is actually a good thing. Uh, it lets you know that the Holy Spirit is still in you. And it, it, and it teaches it, it. It's like, hey, man, come on, come on, get right. You know, uh, it's good that we feel those things. Yeah. But it's not to beat you up over the head. No, but it's so that way you say, man, you know what? I, I, I haven't been doing this right. But let me, let me start now. Right. Let me start now. You know, and I believe that those that are watching this and those that have probably, they probably could say that, that that's probably them. That maybe they have Drop been the neglecting or maybe they have. And you know what? Just like what my wife says, sometimes we do it unintentional, unintentionally. Uh, sometimes we neglect them and it's something that, oh, dang, man, I didn't even realize I was doing that. I was just so caught up in this and I was so caught up in this and I was trying to do this. And I was it was all for a good reason for it was for them. But yet at the same time, it was pulling me from them. And I wasn't able to really, you know, what I'm saying give my all in this area. But uh, it's good. It's good to be reminded of certain things um, in our lives that that. And, and always to stay um, alert and to always be aware of what's going on in my life, what's all, what's going on in my home. Like what my wife said from the very beginning of this of this live was talking about being a watchman, being a watchman over your home. Uh, you got to know what's going on. You got to know. You got to be alert. You got to be watchful. You got to be praying. Uh, continue to um, guard your home guard the boundaries around your home right you know yes, uh yes. set those boundaries around your home right and and make those boundaries known to your children like hey guys these are the boundaries right. and we don't pass this right these are the boundaries you know what that's what my mom did she set boundaries and uh man she would pour into us every single and day you know, and that's i'm glad you brought your mom up because i know that there are many women who are maybe listening right now and saying, well, the father of the home is yeah. not no longer here. So does that mean that there's no hope for my children because I don't have the father raising and instructing mm -hmm. my children? And you know, and I pulled up a scripture because I wanted to read it in Proverbs 31. And even if you are on here as a single mother, it's not to say that there's no hope for your son, that there's no hope for your daughter, but God has entrusted you. And it may feel like the load is a little bit heavier, you know, because man, now I have to try to be two parts. Now I gotta not only like, you know, in, in instruct and nurture, but I got, I got to also correct in these different areas and, and train and I got to try to teach my son. And, you know, and, and you know, but it's not to say that there's no hope. And I want to read this, and I love Proverbs 31, right? Because that's, and that's, and I keep hearing that in the spirit. It's time to arise. In Ecclesiastics chapter 3, it talks about that there's a time for everything, an opportune for everything, right? And, and so it's time that we arise. Even if you are a single mother and you may feel like, man, this is just too heavy. I don't know how to teach my son. I don't know how to train him in the ways of you, God. I don't understand why the father, you know, is not no longer in the home to instruct or we can have that, that family picture or that hold. But you know what, God, I'm going to trust in you and you teach me how to teach 
teach my son. You teach me how to instruct my daughter. As I am trusting in you, Father, you lead us, Lord, as as the as the Father, right? Because He is our Father. Can you take that out? Because oh. He is the Father of this home, right? Of our home. And look, I love Proverbs 31, and I want to read this where it says that she rises while it is still night and she provides food for her household and portions for her servants. And um, she draws on her strength and reveals that her arms are strong. She sees that her profits are good and her lamp never goes out at night. She extends her hands to the spinning staff and her hands hold the spindle. And then I'm gonna skip over to the last 25. Strength and honor are her clothing. Amen. And she can laugh at at all times to come for her mouth speaks wisdom and loving instruction is on her tongue. And she watches over the activities of her household and is never idle. Her children rise up and call her blessed and husband also praises her. But I love how this one, how it says, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Give her the reward of her labor and let her work works praise her at the city gates but strength and honor are her clothing how she can laugh at the future to come why because she knows first of all who christ is and who god has called her to be and so if you are a mother you know and and a single mother raising up your children man let god teach you let god instruct you let god just like it says here let strength and honor truly be your clothing that you laugh at the times where it's like the enemy trying to come in and attack my son and he thinks he got it because my you know maybe rejection's trying to come upon my son but you know what god i'm rising up as the woman in this home father and and help me lord god to in to be able to discern those areas in him to see those things father and call those things out father show me father show me and teach me and you know and i just love that she watches over that you rise up that we rise up as women and and mothers in our homes to be that watch mama that we're watching over watching and 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 staying connected to god the voice of god allowing god to give us discernment so that we are able to detect when the enemy's trying to come in and and these little cracks here and there but that we are able to see those things and that we seal it off in the blood of jesus i seal every i close every door door father to the enemy and you know and i just really wanted to to share that because you know like you had brought up your mom something that you were about to say you know how your mom truly that's something that she would do she would continue you know i, I would hear your testimony and and how your mom was raising five of y'all you know and and in a, in a fatherless home and maybe the statistics were saying man that there's no hope for those kids because of the, they're being raised in a fa- fatherless generation but how awesome it is to see where they are at today. How, you know, how um, some of them are, are in, in um, with the worship team, you know, and, and just knowing they're already their gifts in Christ. And, you know, it's beautiful. It gives hope to those mothers, single mothers who are raising children up, you know. And so don't, don't feel hopeless. Don't feel like there's no hope. Don't feel like, man, you know, I, I you know, whatever took place. But God, you be the father and the center of this home, Lord. You teach me to, to be that mother. You teach me how to instruct lovingly, Father. You teach me how to walk in love. You teach me 
Father, to not provoke my children. You teach me to walk in discernment and in wisdom. God, you teach me, Father, that to be a woman and a mother who truly walks by faith and not by sight, God, that I truly begin to speak your words, that I plant those seeds, Father, into my children. And, you know, and so I just wanted just to add that into what you were saying. Amen. Amen. Well, that is basically going to wrap it up. Uh, it, it's like we said, whether you are married still or whether you are a single woman or even a single father. Right. Uh, yes, yes. It's still your responsibility and we got to step up to the plate as parents. As parents. Um Your children need you. Your children need you. Um, And I believe God will honor those things. And not only that, but that God would give you even favor to even be able to go out and do even more for the kingdom of God. Yes, yes. There will be a favor over your life that people will begin to respect you because of the way that you choose to be with first God and uh, how you are, that, that you respect, uh, that you honor your family and that you are there for them. And anyways, yeah, I'm super tired. I, I My wife, she's used to staying up this late. It's already one. I'm over here like my eyes are all <laughs> low and stuff. No, but we are also uh, right now... Um, recording this whole thing so uh if those of you that don't know we actually had started well my wife went ahead and started a tell the world podcast uh so we actually are on podcast no how do you say that podcast yeah basically we we started a podcast for tell the world Um, so from now on, when we go live, if we ever do lives, even when my wife be doing lives, she's going to start recording them for the podcast and we're going to start just dropping them up in there. So that way, uh, if you miss the video, you can always go and listen to the, the audio and, uh, it's just another tool to be able to spread the gospel. Yes. It's just another yes. tool for us to be able to spread the gospel. And it's also, uh, for those people that don't have Facebook, for those people that don't, uh, that maybe are not following this page or whatever, um, that they would hear these podcasts and man, they would it would encourage them, them and yes. it would uh, help build them up. Um, it's literally all we do on there. We just going to talk about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. Just things that we talk about on here to marriage, to you know, being parents, to. To, to being a husband, to being a man, to, to being a woman, to being a wife, to being a mom. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we do them. We're going to do them together, but we're also going to be doing uh, certain podcasts where it's just Leslie or where it's just me, where God will give me a word and, and I'll just go on there or whatever. And God will give Leslie a word and she'll just go on there or whatever. Um, so we definitely want you to plug in on that Uh we got posts that are already on the page that you can go and you can click on it. Go follow that page. Go follow uh, yes. our podcast. Yes. Um, 
yeah, just go follow our podcast. I'm thinking that there's other things to say to it, but it's not. It's just go follow the podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> but what is it under? Tell the World Ministry, I think. Yes. <laughs> um, we're also, you can follow the podcast link um, to our Spotify. So it, it's on Anchor, Spotify, and what else? Um, Babe, you're supposed to know these things, girl. I didn't write it down. Oh, okay. Well, Just, she's the one that created it. It's it's on. Uh, uh, I'll look. I'll, I'll we'll, we'll post it up here again. <laughs> but yes, uh, we're going to be doing a back to school uh, bash. Um, Saturday. Saturday, O'Donnell, Texas. Yes. Um, we're excited about it. We're going to have Antoine Hill. We're going to have Shannon, myself. Um, Hope over dope. I think is gonna be out there with us. Uh, Kingdom and, Warriors. Uh, Kingdom Warriors will be out there, brother Mike. Oh, Kingdom sister. Warriors, brother Mike and sister Lisa. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, our Tell the World Ministry is gonna be out there. Yes. Um, Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And uh, what else? Who else? Oh, and Leslie Sunday uh, is gonna be yes. there at the church, and she's gonna be preaching. Her first message uh, at a church, right? Is this your first one? I don't know. I think so. Well, you, she preached a lot of messages on, on Facebook. But it's, at, it's my daddy's church. But this is an actual church. So it's really such an honor to yes. be there at my dad's church and, and just be able to share something that God has put on my heart to share. And so just keep us in prayer. Keep the body of Christ in prayer. And, you know, let's continue to pray for one another. You know, and, and so let's come. And I'm ready to pray. That's why I had to sit up at the edge of my seat because I'm ready to pray. And because um, I, I just truly feel, I know my husband's over here dozing. Lord Jesus, he's in the, in the spirit right now. <laughs> but I truly feel, I, no, are you sleepy? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, let's pray. We'll pray. No, no, I'm good. To pray? You don't have anything else to add? No? No. Okay. Well, let's pray. Um, I, I know it's late, super late, and um, I know it's different times at different zones, but I just really want to pray. I'm, I feel the urgency to pray right now. And um, just stay connected, stay encouraged. Don't allow the enemy to come and lie and deceive and discourage and distract. Amen. But instead, like the word says, stay on guard, stay alert, stay sober minded. Amen. And, 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 ask and pray god give me discernment give me wisdom too as well father and so let's just come and let's pray (sighs) amen father god i just thank you lord right now father for just allowing us to come and just dive into your word lord i thank you father for your word that we are able 24 7 father to meditate on your word day and night god and i thank you father for, for the word that is inspired by you to correct us, to equip us, to prepare us, to guide us, Father. Continue, Lord, to shape us and mold us and to all that you have called and created us to be, Father. I pray that you continue, Father, to expose things to us, Father. Expose those hidden things in our hearts, Father. I pray that you rise them up to the surface, Father, and that you allow and bring healing, Father, to hearts. We pray for that superficial covering right now to be removed like a band-aid remove it right now in jesus name father i pray right now for every sister for every brother that is on right now god god i thank you for this word that you are teaching us father i know many of us probably um, have been
been walking around, maybe even in this way unknowing. But God, I pray for new strength today, Father. I pray right now for our children, Father, for this generation to come, Father. And and I know, Father, that you are truly raising up a generation who loves you wholeheartedly, who is unashamed of the gospel. And I thank you for our children that you have entrusted us with. I thank you for every son and every daughter, Father. We pray for each and every one of them right now in Jesus' name. We cancel every assignment of the enemy right now. We come against the spirit of rejection right now in Jesus' name. We come against shame. We come against guilt right now in the name of Jesus. And we declare in our households right now, Father, we declare and decree freedom in Jesus' name because there is freedom in you, Lord. And we speak that over our sons. We speak that over our daughters right now. We speak that over their minds and over their hearts right now in the name of Jesus. And we pray right now that you begin to cover, Father, every seal, that you close every door to the enemy right now. Father, we pray that anger be removed in our households right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just pray peace right now in homes, Lord. I pray the peace of God that surpasses all understanding right now, even in that chaos, Father. I declare peace, Father, because you give us a peace that the peace, that the world cannot give us, Father, that the alcohol cannot give us, Lord. And I pray right now for brothers that may be tuned in right now, Father, who are struggling right now on the fence, Father, not knowing what they're standing for. But I pray that you begin to teach them. I pray that you begin to reveal to them the truth that sets us free, Father. I thank you for the truth, Father. I thank you for removing blindfolds tonight, God. I thank you, Father, for instructing us and guiding us, Father God. I pray that you teach us as mothers, teach fathers today, Father. Teach husbands and wives that they would rise up in the home, Lord. Father, you have appointed us as watchmen, as watch mamas and watch fathers. Lord, help us to take our position and stand firm in you. That we be watchful, that we stay on guard because we know that the enemy is seeking whom he may devour. But we thank you, Lord. We apply the blood of Jesus over our doorposts right now. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, God. We trust in you, Father. We trust in you, Father. We pray for single mothers tonight, for single fathers tonight, God. Father, your word says in Hebrews for us to raise up our weak hands and strengthen our weak knees in worship and in praise. And God, because we can trust in you. And I pray, Father, for them right now that you would give them strength right now. That they would continue to fight the good fight of faith right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We place you in the center of our homes, Lord. We place you in the center of our homes, Lord God. In the center of it all, Father. We thank you, Lord, right now. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. 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 Hallelujah. God is so good. Amen. God is good. And, you know, just, just stay encouraged. Stay connected to the source, to the word of God. Meditate on his word day and night. Let him continue to speak to you. Let him continue to reveal to you. Show you these things. It's amazing how... You truly can read a scripture that you have read and quoted years and going back to that thing and God begin to give you a new, deeper revelation on that. You know, and and so stay encouraged, stay connected at all costs. Stay connected to the word of God. Stay connected to Jesus Christ, our source.
right? The main power source. And, and, and so you can 